All right, everyone. So let's hit the fast track on the dog training career with Tara Renault. So what is it really like to be a dog trainer? I think what's super interesting in talking to Tara is that she kind of gets away from being called the dog trainer. She really emphasized only wanting to use that since there's no better term. So let's listen to her talk a little bit about the the confusion that she encounters with being called a dog trainer. There's a lot of confusion and misinformation really on what a dog trainer is. I don't like to call myself a dog trainer. I do, for lack of a better term. There really isn't a good terminology for what I do. I'm more of a family therapist slash advocate slash coach. So again, it, I, I don't really train behaviors. I coach people and dogs to get alternative behaviors to behaviors that they don't like. So that's it's really interesting listening to her because the cool thing about this training is that she's talking about specifically training a dog, but this training can be applied to any animal. And in fact, she even talks about having to train a different species in order to get her certification. So listen to a little bit about what she talks about in terms of the applicability of the dog training, the actual education and the application that you get when you go through the dog training skills. Zoo keepers have trained lions to put their paw out to be able to take blood and things like that using this type of training. So it isn't just to do tricks or, you know, to have well-behaved animals. It's actually to do husbandry procedures. Which is really neat when you think about it. And uh, one of the things that she really talked about was training. You know, we were talked about, could you train an orca? Can you train a, you know, an elephant? Could you train anything? And that's what we said, hopefully not anymore. <laughs> but there's a lot of things that you can do with this train kids. So uh, for all of us in need of that, the thing that's also interesting, and in the way that she talks about it, expanding on really her own dog. And we like to think that if you're a dog trainer, that you would have a perfect you know, perfectly well-behaved dog. But that, I think, would be like saying, if you're a doctor, you're never going to get sick. So just listen to her talk about her own dog. I mean, I don't have a perfect dog because he's a dog and he is a living, sentient being that makes his own choices, mm -hmm. too. Right. And so I'm, you know, limited in how I can coerce or control, which I choose not to do. So I try and elicit behaviors that are acceptable and good and teach behaviors that are okay with us. So like no jumping on the furniture, no jumping on people, you know, when they walk in the door, he's not really a barker or, or things like that. Chew appropriate things, do that kind of thing. And in thinking about that, I think what's important, what was really evident to me as I'm talking to Tara in this conversation is the intersection that that there is when you're a dog trainer, you think that you're training a dog, but what you, the people who are paying you are, are humans, you know, so that really you have to have a good facility with the, uh, with the client who is, you know, focusing on different things. So there's one little thing that she's mentioning here about um, how the clients come to her, what they think about. So take a listen here and then I'll um, talk about it a little bit more. My business is called What a Good Dog. And I never get a call from a person who says, I have a good dog. I always get called from people who say I have a bad dog. And that's because that's what they're focusing on. Mm -hmm. That was interesting when you 
if you get a chance to listen to the full interview with Tara and you're thinking about the dog training experience, she really does talk about having to work with your clients, almost train your clients in how to look at their at their dog and to find the good in their in their dog. And she said they'll be sitting at the kitchen table going through their first consultation and the dog will be sitting there just doing nothing, you know, well behaved. But they're saying like, okay, well, that's just now. And uh, really just educating the client is all part of this. So think about who you have to be in this space. It's great if you love animals, but who you're going to be working with and who's going to be paying you for your services is a person. So you have to be able to just think about it in that way and have your people skills well intact. So it related to that, what we also discussed a lot was whether you're going to have a job as a, a dog trainer or whether you're going to have your own business. So Tara has a business background. Listen to her talking about the importance of her business experience in this space as a dog trainer. If you want to have your own business, you have to be organized and you have to be entrepreneurial. You have to be able, I mean, a lot of the time, I'm not going to say this is like perfect and easy. A lot of the time it's really hard. Sometimes it feels like I have, you know, 20 clients Mm -hmm. and sometimes it feels like I have no clients. So you have to be willing to weather that part of it without giving up. And that's a really big part of it. If if you just want to train, then I suggest going to a place that's hiring. It's not a ton of money, but if you want to train, there are ways you can get into it and then decide if that's for you. But I think the part that's that's hard is knowing how to, you know, weather the storm or, you know, run a business. Manage it. A lot of my associates who are dog trainers again, for lack of a better term, they come at it from a much different perspective. They are dog people. And a lot of times they don't do as well with clients or teaching Mm -hmm. as I do, Mm -hmm. because my background is business. It's just such a good and really, I think an important point that she brought out from being a dog trainer. It's one thing to think I want to uh, go and train dogs. But then if you are thinking about this as a career goal, you have to figure out how am I going to make a living like this? And how am I going to get paid? And we did talk about, you know, you can definitely make a living this way. You can have your, you know, your own apartment, your own car on the money that you would get from being a dog trainer. And she um, talks about the lack of regulation in this industry. So they're really low barriers to entry. Anyone can really go and start your dog training education and then pick up with things like walking dogs or, you know, even the difference of being in a vet tech and, you know, carrying on some of the dog training. But that is your quick and easy fast track to being a dog trainer with my guest today, Tara Reno. So thanks again for listening to the podcast and we'll see you next time. Who let the dog out? Who let the dog out?